0: Welcome everyone to Step-by-Step Step, Dyslexia Solutions, the podcast Music Empowers Learning. This is January 30th, and I'm Dr. Marianne Sintron, host of this podcast, and today I have with me Veronica Hyder, who is a homeschool mom, and her son Cruz is a second grader. Um, hi, Veronica. Hi. It's great to have you with me today. Um, I just wanted to do a little bit of recap with Cruz who started with us in May, he didn't know his letter names and sounds, which is critical for students to start phonemic awareness. So I trained a tutor on letter how to teach him his letter names and sounds in May. And then by July, he he was ready to uh, start the step-by-step reading program, which is a nine-step Orton-Gillingham reading program and it uses music in an app called Dunking Dyslexia for the ninth step. So um, the last time, the last time I assessed this, um, excuse me, Cruz was right at Christmas time and he was just below proficient and we were really excited because students typically make one to three year gains in six to 12 weeks using the step-by-step reading program with music. So I was really curious to start um, podcasting so I could interview people who have children or family members with dyslexia just to share with the public. What it feels like to be a parent of a dyslexic child, knowing that if your child doesn't get help, they're on the trajectory to go drop out of high school, go to prison, and even be on welfare. And what a relief it is to know your child's getting help. Mm -hmm. So, Veronica, um, I wanted to ask you the first question. How is this helping? I know Cruz is starting to read, but how is this helping, first of all, his self-esteem and confidence in himself? And then, how is it helping him be more comfortable attempting other content material for his curriculum?
1: Yeah, um, I would say his um, his confidence and his self esteem um, and overall attitude towards um, learning and his education um, is a one hundred and eighty uh, since you know, starting the program and awesome. addressing the dyslexia and getting the right type of intervention. Um, prior to this program and figuring out what was going on with his dyslexia and working with you, um, he had a very uh, discouraged, almost defeated attitude towards school and learning new things. Um, he would try, but um, I could tell now, looking back, he couldn't really communicate to me what why he couldn't do it, and i couldn't tell either. I just knew that he was not um, absorbing or retaining any of these things towards like you know language arts and phonetics and uh, letter sounds so um, aside from the ac- academic growth the the emotional benefit and his attitude towards because now he has the help he needs is just it's a different child it's like I'm working with a different child um he was like it's like he was given the toolbox um and the way that he um has caught up or is close to catching up in in his uh reading and stuff like that um I could see that he uses this whole experience um Towards his other areas of his schooling, so overall his his attitude towards learning is just um, it's amazing. He you know even if things are sometimes hard you know and because he's he's only eight he he needs to learn more and more and things sometimes are challenging. I could see how he he has the confidence to attempt to try new things because he has gone through this journey with the, the dyslexia. And he saw that at one point he couldn't do things and it was really hard. And in the process, he's on the other side and he says, Oh, I made it. I did it. I figured it out.
0: Um, that's, so so awesome. that,
1: that's really neat. That's been um, incredible. And uh, the, the overall agitation and frustration overall is just, it's, it's so much better towards all schooling.
0: That's so neat. So how does he get along differently with his siblings
1: if he does? Um, you know, I think because he, he can do things more for himself. Um, he can communicate better. Um, he can – he has this confidence, so he's not – it was kind of like before he kind of had a little chip on his shoulder – you know, and I—it's—it makes me sad to think about you know him not knowing how to explain to me what was mm. going on. Um, now on the other side, he's much more, um, much more balanced. I would say, um, just I think confidence just makes a big difference overall, and um, the ability to communicate better too. The dyslexia, this intervention with you, um, it helped all areas, even though we were just addressing mainly. You know reading and writing and letters um, I noticed that it improved his communication too and his his um his overall thinking and how he processes information has improved so yeah he's a much much happier person now
0: so let me ask you as a homeschool mom this intervention will address reading fluency reading vocabulary and comprehension Mm-hmm. And I have people ask me, well, there's many other things about r- learning to read that this isn't addressing. What other things are you noticing when you're teaching him the content of reading other content that this is helping facilitate that?
1: Oh my gosh. It's, it's like, like I said before, it's like he's been given a toolbox to attack and address other areas, it all branches. I feel like from this, when you That's don't, good. when you don't know um, how to interpret what you're being asked as a child, and because you have a you know a learning disability like dyslexia, um, once you you're given that toolbox and someone teaches you how to do it the way that your brain needs to do it, you know what I mean? Yes. Not like everyone else is doing that, that has trickled down to all, all areas. Um, like I said, he, he has a grasp that he didn't have before. So I would say, um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how he could even attempt to do other subjects at all. If he didn't get this intervention and with the step-by-step um curriculum um and we would still be at square one where he doesn't even understand the questions that are being asked because that's what I was doing prior to this is I was kind of his interpreter I would have to sit there translate and translate everything me. yeah yes because the way that he didn't have that that first step it was like it, it was like everything that I was asking him was asking him to go to step two and he needed step one and that step one was addressing the dyslexia. So he couldn't even get to the anything else because he was missing that piece. So Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I have to say, I don't know how you could even attempt to do anything else. Uh, Any kind of, you know, um, academic stuff when someone is missing that toolbox, OK, that
0: given one thing that got my attention when I was at your home to give him his post test and he wanted to read to me. He was so excited oh. to read to me from this book. And um, yeah. I said, well, let's save it till after the test. And it's such a rigorous test. And he was yeah. pretty tired <laughs> at the end. But, yeah. Um, when I've seen him working with this tutor, he really enjoys using going through the nine steps and he enjoys using the music app. Can you just share a little bit about what you've seen with him enjoying the tutoring and also enjoying to read now? Yeah, that
1: that still, uh, it kind of just takes my breath away and is so almost shocking to me when I catch him just reading casually. Um, When you have a child who, you know, couldn't memorize his letters, you know, going on a couple years working on that, to reading four or five letter words, spelling, spelling difficult and challenging words that I think are even above his level, it's just, it still catches me off guard and it's so, um, it's so amazing and fulfilling to see that, and I could see how, like you mentioned, how proud he is of himself mm-hmm. um, because I think, I think we both felt very kind of hopeless because we didn't know what was wrong. We didn't know, you know, why these things weren't sticking. And so, yeah, it's, he, he actually um, enjoys reading and, and he's actually, I mean, for how much he's had to catch up, he's actually really good. And so I'm neat. supposed mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I, it's just, like I said, it's a complete 180. It's like a different child. It's like a, a completely different does he read every night before bed, before he goes to bed? Um, or? We, we, well, we make a point to make sure we read at, at least one point in the day, whether that's before bed or if that's during school time or quiet time. You know, I have a lot of audiobooks playing, too, when they're playing. Um, okay. But I find that when what he really enjoys is just reading the signs and the things around him. That's something yes. that I think he always wanted to do. He wanted to, when we're driving, reading the street signs, or if we're at a store, the grocery store, he picks up something and he, you know, he reads the label. <laughs> I think that's, that was a lot of freedom for him. Yes. That's like a new freedom to know like what's going on in the world. That's know? applying it to real life. That's really yes. exciting. Yeah.
0: Um, I, I don't know. One of the last thoughts I have is he has, so Cruz is in special ed. Mm -hmm. And he has his individual education plan, IEP, coming up. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: I'm just excited to to be with you and see how you're going to share his progress. What what comes to heart when you, what comes to your mind and heart when you think about the upcoming IEP?
1: Um, I'm just so thankful because when we, you know, started this journey from the first IEP meeting to now, there's been a complete transformation. So it's very hard. um, It's hard to adequately articulate all the ways that this has kind of saved him, and I think um, where we would be without it. And it's it's just so um, scary to me to think that there are other children who aren't getting this, and you know they just the parents don't know, like me. And mm-hmm. I just I'm so thankful that we found you and, and that mm. you know the school worked, the school worked with us because I think Cruz's life would look a lot differently and my life too uh, yes. being a edu- something. being a home educator it mm. I don't think I I don't know if I could continue to homeschool him if he had this if this issue never got resolved mm. um but yeah I can't wait to report to them um and I think they can see it too because you know he's taking star 360 tests those are coming into them and um you know the other tutors he works with this the last one um she just messaged me saying that she thinks Cruz can move up to the next level because he's mm. it's too easy for him yeah well, that's so good yeah. that's the good so, news yeah he's moving you know to so it's just I think Cruz's situation will be a really good, uh, like, witness and testament to when you um, give the when you give a child what they need um, mm-hmm. and how how much they can grow. Like a plant, you know, you have to give it sun and water, and we just didn't have the right recipe. So, so let me
0: address the the actual the, using the music. You're recognizing the value of the music with the reading program, right?
1: Yes. Yes. Um, I mean everything that he everything that the um, curriculum encompasses is working for him and you um, have a musical family yes I
0: mean, yes you play piano your son's in a band I mean so you yeah, know you've known music has been helpful but for sure. people are
1: skeptical uh, about music with reading yeah oh, music's
0: good for everything
1: yes <laughs> you know learning an instrument Um, having music playing in the house. I, I actually, you know, did that even before I I met you and, you know, learned about all this. I would play music for the kids and for myself when I'm teaching and, um, the kids were doing their lessons. So, yeah, I mean, everything about it is, I mean, I, I just think Cruz is the, the proof, the proof. Yeah. So you always had music in his life, but
0: it's once the reading program was combined with music, you're at 180.
1: Yeah, yeah, it definitely, yeah, yeah, it benefits, it adds. Okay, so just so people realize,
0: Cruz started with the step-by-step reading program in July, Uh about the middle of July, and now it's the end of January, and Mm -hmm. he is tutoring five days a week for about an hour. Yes. And uh, just making some great progress. Does he talk, we have about a minute left. Is there anything else you want to share about anything on your heart? I would
1: say um, there are no, how do I say this? Um, I think every kid has the same potential. Um, It's just a matter of figuring out um, what they need to grow, and it's not the same. There's no one-size-fits-all for learning and education. Um, If you are concerned that, There is something going on with your child if they are very frustrated and they're not growing. Um, Unfortunately, uh, the world and the school system will more than likely tell you that it's the child's fault or it's the child's will that they're Mm -hmm. lazy or that they're not trying hard enough. And I'm so glad that I didn't go down that route, Um, even though I was stuck and confused and bewildered i I always had an inkling that this was something beyond his control. This was just something he could not help um I would recommend um that if you have a typical situation like Cruz and your child is a struggling reader learner, language arts you know um issues to, to okay to do this okay. Yeah. Well, that wraps up our 15
0: minutes. Um, I want to thank you, Veronica, for agreeing to be on my first podcast. And um, I just want to direct people to uh, the website. There's an easy way to get to it. It's www.dyslexia-solutions.com. And dyslexia is spelled D-Y-S-L-E-X-I-A. And I hope you all have a blessed day. And I want to thank you. And, um, Veronica, thank you very much. Thanks
1: for having me. Bye bye. Bye bye.